Okay, welcome to episode 12 of Running Matters. I'm Matt North, aka The Wolf, and I'm joined with my guest presenter, Paul Hadfield. Hey, you going, Hattie? Thanks for coming in. No worries, mate. Good to be here. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a different uh, environment to the last time. Got me pub after the Coastal Classic, but this is nice. Thanks for having me. Sobriety is overrated. Yeah, well... I, I tend to agree, especially this time of year, Christmas, New Year's. It's going to be a big year for running matters, though, I think, 2019. Oh. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Holy shit, I'm so excited. This is like, I don't know. This is this just is, like Christmas, I guess. This is like Christmas <laughs> in, in podcast and beer and running world, isn't it? Yeah, so many, so many big things to talk about. This, yeah, this, this, is, podcast. this is a huge podcast. This, this is there's so much going on. Um, what have you got? Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what's going on. Uh, but before I get started, I should do a, a special thanks to Jimmy Carroll, uh, also known as Irish Jimmy. Uh, he helped me sort out the uh, mic and the sound for the podcast. It was shithouse, and now it's much better. And if it's uh, not much better, tell Jimmy, because I don't really care. I think, I think he's done a good job. The guy knows what he's talking about. He's a pro. He works at the Opera House. Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe we can do a little spoken word tour out there. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon if you're listening, Jimmy, we would like to come and work with you. We'd just like to come and, and do a podcast at your workplace. Is there any chance we can, can rock up and do a podcast there? You let us know. Just on the steps, like Crowded House style. That would be ideal. Yeah. Okay. So, and I also want to thank Cousin Benny because... Um, He's hooked us up with our new partner, Filter Brewing. Filter. Yep. So we've we've got uh, some filters in our hand. They're going down really well. Sure. Should we spell filter? P H I L T E R. We're drinking the extra pale ale, the XPA. Correct. It's delicious. Yep. The X factor to to spill your line. <laughs> it's got the X factor. I feel like that might be a Back to the Future thing. Yeah. Uh, Stolen my line from the future somehow. Correct. Uh, and if I could be so forward, I might have another one. Oh, As, that's you know, sounded delightful. Yeah, tastes so good with the, these The cans work. Tastes so good. Well, it tastes good after a long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've just been at work, so I have to take your word for it. A couple of big laps up and down Bulleye Hill this morning. Mm, we had a we had a we had a good little team there, and uh, it was good to go out and run. Um, cousin Benny, he uh, he was out there. He had a new gel. I can't remember the name of it. I think it was Jizz. Peddingham Jizz. No, I'm just saying that. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I know he's a he's a bit of a way out there vegetarian, but that's that's a whole new level that's, of protein. That's that's right. It's he- heavy. That's probably inappropriate, but heavy. it's never too early to be inappropriate. I don't believe. So thanks, Benny, anyway, for hooking us up. And thanks to Filter Brewing for coming on board and partnering up with us. We're going to have a competition where people can win a six-pack. And uh, we're very excited about that. How will people find out about said competition? This is, this is such a good segue. <laughs> we are on, we've got a social media presence now. And boom. Boom. This is huge. So we'll have a competition and you can look us up on Facebook Running Matters podcast, and you can put your answers there. And we're gonna we'll, we'll have more information about the questionnaire, but certainly on 
Facebook page and Instagram. How's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Very um, good. Yeah, the, the training's been good. I've been uh, getting close to that 100k mark, I guess, for the last couple of months, a week, and gearing up a six-foot track. Yeah, ready to roll. Trying to do a little bit higher volume, less intense stuff, chuck a few hills in there, and the body's holding up pretty well, so... Yeah, hopefully we see a PB for, for six foot track this year. What's a um, what's a PB need to be? Yeah, so PB for me is four hours thirty six for six foot track, which is probably a little bit of a sandbag, I guess. It's four years ago now, and um, I've certainly put in a few k's between then and now. So yeah, if I don't put together a PB, I'm probably having myself on this year. So I reckon something in the the realm of 420 would be pretty good. Um, but it depends on the day, I guess. There's pretty hot days out at six foot. So if it's a 25 degree day, then you know, you gotta reduce your expectations a little bit. But anyway, I think we're, we're on, on track, on song. What about you, Wolf? How's the training been going? What's Training's going good, mate. Um, I think after last year, I just knew I was too unfit. I was a bit disappointed. And I thought, I'm gonna step it up this year and do plenty more what, what what were you doing how much last year yeah look i think i was sort of only averaging about 80 80 to 90 i reckon 90 would have been you know probably max i was doing hmm. last last year and uh just just fell in a heap in the second half and just knew i just wasn't fit enough to keep going yeah so t- made a mental note that uh i'd get fit this well, in the, in the next 12 months hmm. and then have a better attempt at the race and uh, similar to your plan was to reduce the uh, intensity. Haven't been really doing any intensity or sessions, and uh, just focus on volume to, yep. to improve the fitness. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know if you get fitter, the the faster stuff is just easier anyway. You know, I don't think you lose that much speed. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's happening too. Like the the volume seems to drag up that average pace without really trying too hard or putting those track sessions in that tend to make you sore for two or three days afterwards so yeah i think for a long slow 45k race the volume stuff seems to make sense to me but yeah yeah. and and i mean you don't you don't you know you don't need to train and do a session for 330s or 340 pace because you're not doing that pace in the race are you no hopefully never yeah so (laughs) i mean if you train for a 5k race that makes sense you know to be doing that shorter track work But uh, for six foot, I mean, if you're running under 4.15 pace, you know, you, you're going too quick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, unless you go and run a top 10. Which, you know, in all seriousness is a reality for you, right, Wolf? I wish. <laughs> don't, don't sell yourself short, mate. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so training's going good. We're, we're nine weeks away from six foot, so it's getting exciting. Um We've got a few mates that have uh, missed out on the opportunity to race, so that's uh, that's unfortunate. But hopefully they'll get in next year, mm. and um, just looking forward to the event coming around and, and getting into it and have, doing it again. Good, good race, good event. So you said you're doing eighty to ninety k's last year. What have you stepped up to in the last couple of months? What are you averaging? You reckon? Yeah, so probably averaging one twenty. Yeah. Uh, one forty this week. 
Um, so the plan is to sort of get up and peak at about 150. Yeah, wow. And um, and then you know probably two week a two week taper down for the race. Yep. So want to want to hit the race fresh. You're not going to get any fitter in the last two weeks anyway. No, 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 of course. So um, so that's the plan. So it's it's coming together. Everything seems to be working okay. So some big Ks like. And put that in perspective, there's some, some vertical gain there, some hills involved in that. So like 150K flat running, significantly less than the kind of Ks that you're putting in. So mm. you're getting up there, that's big mileage. It's good. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I just thought, I don't know, it's, um, I don't know, I just wanted to give it a good shot, wanted to get to the start line as, as fit as possible mm. and didn't want any excuses. I've, you know, had 12 months to prepare and, um, you know, is you got to make sacrifices. It's hard work. Don't mm. Obviously, don't want to be out there for running for four to five hours a couple t- or once a week because um, yeah, it's hard work, but that's... It'll pay off, mate. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, you just got to do it. Just suffer now and smile later. <laughs> um, so that's the plan. That's, yeah, that's oh, the plan. It, it feels like it's working for you, mate. You, you look like you dropped a couple of kilos too. Yep, fading away. Yep. It's not from uh, lack of drinking beer, but uh, <laughs> possibly uh, possibly the extra training, which is... Uh, it's all just beautiful carbohydrates, this, uh, this filter... Extra pale ale. Absolutely. The XPA. It's working. The real X factor, I reckon. The X factor. In your training. In the XPA. That's the X factor. That's Uh, gold. That's got a ring to it. Great sponsor. (laughs) Great sponsor. Should mention uh, our other sponsor, which is Goo. So Goo Energy, thanks to Andrew Lloyd, has come on board. And uh, partner's probably a better word. And we're going to have a competition with them as well and give away a box of Goo's each podcast and we've got a competition that involves our special guest today who is Matt Sheather, known as Strava Matt and uh, so that'll be fun so we'll have a giveaway uh, so we've got two competitions like I said it's all happening it's 29ns <laughs> in New Year you know stepped, stepped it up a notch oh, mate, it is all, matters his own song it is all happening unbelievable um <laughs> Now, social media. So we've got a Facebook page called Running Matters Podcast. Makes so, sense. Makes yeah, a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Running Matters Podcast. That's, uh, that's what we do here. So we will uh, we'll post a photo of ourselves with Strava Matt, and that's where you can post the um, answers to your questions for the competition. And also we'd like to get some listener questions so we've got uh we've got one that we can get into a bit later we've got a listener question to uh talk about uh and so obviously we'd like some for the next podcast so if you've got any questions fire them through so that's our facebook page we've got an instagram page as well running matters podcast no coincidence there so uh we're on instagram you can find us there and on strava back on strava Yes. That's uh, it's a social media, isn't it? Giving, giving the people what they want, woof. Yeah. It's been too long. Yeah. Been on black ops training and uh, it's time you put yourself out there. Uh, yep. So I'm out there every day since the new year. So I'll be uh, now I'm automatically downloading to Strava. I'm not, not, no black ops. It's all there. So 
If you want to follow us on Strava, uh, look us up, Matt North and Paul Hadfield. Still. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you can find us on Strava and that's huge. Three big, <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. That's a big social presence. It's really coming out of your shell, Wolf. Right. Yeah. Full disclosure, I've been on Strava the whole time. I don't like to dodge the fans, you know. Yeah. Just give them what they want. That's the key. Yeah, that's right. What, what What's going to be the lure with uh, the Instagram page? A few uh, photos with the bonnet popped or? Oh, are you volunteering? <laughs> I wouldn't want to send uh, Michelle into overdrive. Yeah. You know, he tends to lose his shit when, when the, the bonnet gets popped. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got, we've, got, we've got to work out our stereotype, don't we? Um, yeah, so what is the lure? Um, good question. Can, can I come back to that? Yeah, yeah, look, you know, we'll, we'll get creative. Yeah. We, we've got a lot to work with. We've got a couple of sponsors to look after, so yep. plenty of product placement. Uh, might, might try for that opera house sort of thing and mm. do an acoustic set out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. We've got a lot to work with. We've got a lot to work with. Mm. Mm. So, um, what else? What else do you want to chat about? I guess we've got a couple of uh, races that have been going over the Christmas period that we need to have a quick chat about. Um, Are we talking about the Norg Handicap? The Norg Handicap. Yeah, oh. everyone's been asking about it. Yeah. yeah. We've got, uh, so we've got race five coming up. And I don't want to mention the people that have dodged the race to date, but I will. Who, who has dodged the race to date? So this is this is who needs to pin on a number, <laughs> who is yet to race in the previous four. Oppo. So these these are just Norg athletes. You're Norg talking about? Norg runners. Norg's our running group for the for the new listeners, the uneducated. Norg stands for Night Hour Running Group, and this is the Thursday night running group that we're in. And it's more of a drinking club with a running problem. <laughs> Would you? Oh, look, yeah. Look, uh, unfortunately, people like yourself, you know, sway the balance towards, you know, reasonable runners. But most of us are just kind of hacky with you know, proclivity for drinking beer. So, good mix. Mm. Good mix. And we'll be drinking filter after the, the next Norg Handicap. That's right. So, back to um, putting shit on people that haven't turned up <laughs> to race. Oppo, pin a number on. What's yeah, going on? Agreed. He's got the form on the board. There's no reason why he should be dodging. So, yeah. you know, I think he'd go right over 5Ks. Oh, shit, yeah. What's his problem? Fit as fuck. You wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> and then we've got Michelle. What's yeah, going so, on? So, Swiss has turned up a couple of times. Yeah. But never actually raced. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. He's got no excuses next time. He's got his Bogong to Hotham race out of the way. Yeah. The psychologist has been working hard with him on his fear of pinning a number on. Yeah. Getting so, stabbed by a pin. Yeah. Through the shirt. <laughs> if you've ever done that, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> Is that his problem? He's worried about that? Because we don't actually have pins for the Norg Handicap. Nah. Well, it can't be then, can yeah, it? That's right. So, who are oh, the salad? Menoyal. Menoyal. Menoyal should be there. He's he's an inclusive guy. Yeah. Well, is it just because he's old? Worried. Worried and old. Yeah. So, I mean, because the race is normally on at 6.30. He has supper at 5.30. So, it's after supper. You can't... (laughs) You can't eat then run. Yeah. It's it's not good nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, you know... He's at home watching Golden Girls or something by the yeah. time the race starts. Feed, feed her up on the couch. He's got his 
Chardonnay in his hand and <laughs> the last thing he wants to do is go and compete with the boys. Uh, uh, the call's out, Menai. Yeah, yeah. January 17th, I believe, the date's been put on. So yes, yeah, which is only, what, two weeks away? Yeah, two Thursdays. Yeah. 5K course. The uh, the handicapping's been done by Jay Mack, so he's got a bit to work with after the last, last race in that he... Won the race? Am I correct in saying Johnny Mac won? Johnny Mac won the last one. Did he win the one before? Or yeah, he... so he's, he's won two, the last two races, and yep. he was the handicapper last time. So some serious questions. Have been no, asked. DT handicapped last oh, time. Oh, Danny Tool. J-Mac's right. J handicapping this one. Okay. So right. complete disclosure, J-Mac came over yesterday and we had a beer and went through it. We did a rough draft for the handicapping. <laughs> and I said, mate, just to give you a tip, if you win this one, just fucking keep running. Don't, just keep running. Yeah, don't hang around. Back to George Michael Oval for you, mate. Yeah, we will beat you. <laughs> All right, so so the smart money is not on Johnny Mac to win three in a row. Then. No. All right. No. Who, who, who would you put your cash on at this point? Um. Okay, so Gillo ran like... You know, a dying person. A dirty, dirty Sandoz. Yeah. He yep. was... he. You know, don't take this the wrong way, Gillo, but you looked shit house in the last race. <laughs> and, you know, close to death. And... Do you think it was all staged or...? Well, fuck. Because a very convincing staging if well, you did that. exactly right. If, if you know, th- there should be an award for sandbagging and he would win it. It looks like someone chucked a bucket of water over him. From, from early in the race. From early in the race. Yeah. He, I think he went out and did a few... Uh, he did like 12 games before the run or something. So yeah, see, uh, I don't cop that. You know, these blokes that go out and run 20 k's before Nord Handicap, it's just not an excuse. You, you rock up race ready, in my it, opinion. Is that insurance? Is that the is that the insurance to I go, think, oh, I, think I had a shit run because I... Psychology terms, they call it self-sabotage or yeah. the Hamilton effect. The Hamilton effect. Yeah. I'm familiar with it. <laughs> That's, yeah, the florist. Uh, it's yeah. taken us 12 minutes to get into the florist. I know. Surprising. I'm surprised it's taken this long. Um, anyway, yeah. so that, that was that was good. So Johnny Mac won. I think uh, neighbour Paul was second and you, you came across across the line in third. So third. a good result from you as the back marker. Pretty happy with that. Moved through the field well. Pretty happy with that. I um, just toyed with him as a bit of a pacer and pulled out at one lap. So, I, yeah, I don't think too many people are happy about that. But uh, that's okay. I was just priming myself for, for race five. <laughs> Expect big things. That may have, that early pullout may have affected your handicap. I think that's cost <laughs> I think we've dumped an extra 15 seconds on you just for doing that. Uh, I, I was expecting similar treatment. <laughs> Absolutely. There's got to be a price to pay for that. And the other race we've had, or, or run at least, was the, the Boxing Day slog. So, pretty successful little outing this year. Every, every year for the last eight or nine, we've had blokes come down for a little eight or nine kaya down at uh, Grace Point just to burn off a bit of Christmas ham, a bit of Christmas cheer. And I reckon we had about 70-odd people there this year, which was massive. Everyone was pretty pumped. And uh, I think for the first time we had a couple of injuries this year, so I guess... That comes with numbers. You're going to get a couple of guys off the back, rolling ankles and whatnot, but uh, everyone else had a good time. It was a big turnout. I was, um, I'm amazed how it keeps growing. Mm. So, social media, hey? Social media. So is that 
Is that on again? Same time, same place. Next yeah, year. yeah, It's just going to be an annual event. Eight o'clock, Grace Point Primary School, Boxing Day. Yeah. You can't Mark, miss it. Mark your calendar, folks. Correct. Yeah. If, if you, it's not your A race, then it should be. If you're not doing any event this year, that should be it. <laughs> so, Oppo, you can come for that one. <laughs> did, we, uh, did we miss anyone else? Is there anyone else that, that has... No, I think everyone else... There's only a few that have actually, only Oppo and Michelle have not actually turned up and raced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that's exciting. We, we're looking forward to the next event. Slowly, have you noticed slowly the Mars contingent keep coming and they're dribbling in? Yeah, uh, I think they're getting genuinely excited about it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah, they've been lacking any sort of formal racing over at Mars. Mm. Lacking t-shirts, direction, mm. clear leadership. Mm. Social activities. Mm. Mm. Hmm. So you're doing a good job, Al. <laughs> Can you hear me, Al? Wake up, Al. No, I love that old fuck. <laughs> so uh, what else have we got? What else have we got? Um, so look, I want to talk about um, this ultra marathon, two-day marathon that I've got approved in the National Park yep. in July. First weekend in July this year, 2019. Hmm. And it's a 50k on the Saturday. It's five laps around Gray's Point. And day two is 50k's. And it's three laps from Heathcote. So you can do day one only. You'll do a 50k on day one. You can do just day two, mm. 50k's on day two. Or you can do day one and day two. So there won't be any extra cost. Uh, to do both days. Okay. So that's people can't use that as an excuse not to do both days. Yep. Uh, it's a charity event, so we're raising money for the Stephen Walter Children's Cancer Foundation. Mm-hmm. So a good cause. Yep. Um, so we'd like to see people coming along to that. Good local event. Yeah. Um, Great local charity too. Steve was a Kirui High boy. Yep. So I knew him a bit going through school and... Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great cause. Yeah, so hopefully we can raise some money, or we will raise some money for that charity. Just excited to have an ultra marathon in our in our back backyard, in our in our training ground. Not just an ultra marathon, hundred k's in two days. It's pretty big. Yeah, a double ultra. A double ultra. I've even got a name for it. It's called the Royal Double Ultra. You like yeah, that? Yeah, that sounds royal, yeah. regal, regal. Yeah, I think you'll get people along to that. Just for the regalness. Yeah. And so, so will, will the sponsors be in, interested? The yeah. Filter, filter Beer and Goo will look, be the main sponsors? Yeah, look, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and thank Ben for having beer at the end of the race for the competitors. Ben will talk next time we see each other. And uh, Andrew Lloyd, I've actually hit him up okay. and said, Lloydy will Goo sponsor the event? And he's already said, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so he's a good man. He's a good Lloydy. man. Lloydy, thank Looks you, Lloydy. the locals. So he's sponsoring the event, so I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Oh, more details to come. That's exciting, mate. Watch yeah. this space. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So we'll have um, online entries uh, just around the corner. Okay. So uh, it's all going to happen. Sensational. Yeah, yeah. Have to get some training done. Yeah, yeah. So um, so we can talk. The other thing we wanted to chat about in this podcast are training tips, um, upcoming events. The other thing, um, the upcoming events that I wanted to mention. Yesterday, I entered the Royal Challenge. Mm-hmm. That 
Does that royal ring a bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may have borrowed yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very creative. Yeah, creative lending. <laughs> um, so the royal challenge is on in May, and that's down at Audley, and it's a paddle run. You yep. can do it as a partner. You can do it as a solo. Uh, I assume you're doing the paddle, being such a rubbish runner. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. love a ski paddle. <laughs> so I, I team up with Blair's Water Blasting. Blair uh, Williams, right. Crazy Blair, yep. and we've done it quite a few times together. I don't know how long the, the event's been running, but we've done it a few times together. And uh, so it ends up being a 21 paddle and a 21 run. So, mm. But what they do, they break it up, they do from Audley, starts and finishes at Audley. They do a 10K paddle first, yep. come back. We do a half marathon, 21Ks along Lady Carrington, come back, and then the paddle they go out and do another 10K paddle. Yep. So the paddlers get a break in between, which yep. probably harder. You'd probably rather just get it done, wouldn't you? Like, I'd hate to do 10 run, have a break, and then do another 10K. Yeah, run. I, can, be... I can imagine some serious cramping going on in between two 10K paddles. Yeah. It just sounds horrible. Yeah. Tough. It is, uh, that's, uh, that's a charity event as well. Um, so that's, uh, that's worthwhile. So that's the Royal Challenge. I recommend... Uh, people do that. Like I said, we've done it four or five years in a row. Great event. Um, and you can message us if you've got any questions about that event. We can point you in the right direction. So it starts and finishes at Audley? Starts and finishes at Audley. It's a sensible time, like it's 8am. Yep. And uh, you can partner up and um, do. you can actually even split up the run legs. So you can have four people in your team. Two yep. people do the paddle, two people do the run. Um Strava Matt, who we're going to get in shortly, he does the whole thing himself. He's, a, he's been an age group winner, hasn't he? He's been Champion. an age group winner. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, but it's a great day. It's uh, it's for a good cause. It's a charity event. Um, so they raise money for the children's uh, cancer hospital. Um, and yeah, I'd recommend that. What's your um, what's that race I asked you about before that's coming up? Down. It's a 100k is it? For me? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have a crack at a race called the Surf Coast Century in September. So uh, I try to do, over the last, I don't know, 10 years, I've probably done 100k or a year, I suppose, and try to do something different from time to time. So rather than do the Ultra Trail 100, which I've done the last couple of years, I'm going to have a crack at something different. Um, so this one's down in uh, down on the coast of Victoria. So it starts at, I think it's called Anglesey. It looks like Anglesey, but I'm assuming it's Anglesey. That sounds right. And runs along the coast, sort of, I guess, northeast towards Bells Beach and, yeah, past there, and then wraps back around and finishes off in Anglesey. So it's like 100 k's along the coastline and then back through the... Yeah, the, the forest, which looks beautiful. looks really nice. So. Is it all trail? I think it's it's all off-road, yeah. So I, th- I think the first 25Ks are literally on the beach. So they I think they time it so you've got all this sort of flat sand at low tide, but it's really quite flat for the first quarter. And then it, it becomes hilly as it drops in and out of the coast and up in through the forest and stuff. So definitely not as hilly as some of the ultras, but I think it's about... 2,000 metres of vert gain over 100 k. So, That's right. yeah, it's not excessively hilly. And I think they do something similar. They have like a 50k team event where you do the first 50 and the second 50 and have a 50k uh, outright race, which does the back after the run. 
yeah. and then the 100k thing as well. So basically, I, I'm just trying to get another qualifier for the Western States 100. So I think there's only three events in Australia that you can qualify for, for the lottery for Western States, and, and that's one of them. Ultra Trail is one of them as well, but I've sort of done the dash there for a couple of years, and yeah, it's good to do something different. I'm going to crew for one of the boys from Norg. We've got three runners doing Ultra Trail. The, the florist, Judge, and uh, Ben Tomo. So, yeah, whoever wants a, a crew guy, I'll be that bloke this time. Good to stand on the other side of the fence. When uh, when you say you've done your dash, does that mean you've, you've been asked not to come back? Or, <laughs> or are you just having a, a mental excursion and, and just having a year off? What's that? Where are you at with that? Yeah, no, no, I didn't, I didn't tread on anyone's toes. <laughs> yeah. Just... Um, yeah, I don't know. I was stoked with the time this year. I did a big PB and, yeah, I, I don't see any sort of gain in going back at this point. I'm, I was happy with how the race went. So, yeah, give it another give it another year or two. We might go back. But, yeah, for now, I'm, I was stoked. That's that's enough for a while. Try something different. Yeah, no, yeah. that's good. That, that surf case sounds like a good race. Yeah, it looks oh. like a pretty quick 100 k Yeah. You know, in the scheme of 100k races, it looks... It looks quickish. I think the winner does something around eight hours, so it's sort of they're moving. They're, they're, they're moving pretty wow. quick. That's so quick. It'd be nice to do a PB for a hundred k's. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's a PB for a hundred k's? I did 12, 12 hours twenty. We did Pete Hamo and I did that down at uh, the Great Ocean Walk hundred a few years back. So yeah, hopefully get quicker than that. Yeah. Eleven something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Didn't you do twelve oh seven for trail walker? Nah, thirteen oh seven. Thirteen oh seven. Yeah. Mm, okay. Good year. Yeah. Great team that year. Great team. <laughs> nah, the trail. I think the trail walker thing might be might be gone. I think, I think the winner was like seventeen hours this year, so it's kind of a bit of a bit of a sandbag of a win, you know. Yeah. I don't. Anything with the name Walker in it takes away the masculinity for me. That's the thing, like you've got the Great North Walk Hundred, the Great Ocean Walk Hundred. They've got to really think about their branding here, don't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're going to get runners along, you can't call it a walk. Nah. That's rubbish. Yeah. The harden the fuck up run. Well, maybe that's what you can call your one. Yeah. Do you think, do you think there's room for it? Well, <laughs> one of the names I was throwing around was Bad Mofo. Mm. That's solid, right? That had legs, eh? That had legs, but I couldn't imagine your dad promoting it in the leader. Bad, Bad mofo, hundred. Yeah, he he might do it. We'll just have to ask. I, I don't think you don't need to go down the royal ultra thing just yet. No, we we're can, not. We're, that, not, we're not committed to branding just yet. Don't kill Bad Mofo before he was put out there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'll ask. Uh, is it John Voyge? John Voyge. John Voyge. Yeah. Ask him how he feels about marketing that in the leader. Nah, he's a cool dude. I reckon he'll do it. He'd be okay with it? Yeah. Well, it's okay with him, it's okay with me. Um, Alright, good. So should we get our um, our guest in here and then we'll ask him about his upcoming... He's got a 12-hour all-night event this Saturday. Yeah. So today uh, is Thursday and so Saturday night, Matt will be running a 12-hour all-night race. 
The no. Narrabeen All Nighter. The Narrabeen All Nighter. It sounds fucking terrible. It sounds rough. Like, yeah. I don't think if anyone's going to do well at it, Strava Matt will do well. He seems pretty mentally tough. Yeah. You yeah you want to suffer. This is for people. Yeah. You know, it should say in the first line, if you like suffering, this is the race for you. Yeah, and I reckon he does like suffering. Oh, there's no question about it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll find out about it, I guess. Yeah, he can talk about it more. Yep. And uh, we'll get to the bottom of his nickname as well. And Strava. Strava. Well, kind of writes itself a little bit, doesn't it? It does. What do you think about this beer? I'm loving the beer. Yeah, me too. Well done, Filter. Well done. I'm um, ready for number two, actually. Yeah. I unfortunately have to go to the optometrist to uh, stop myself from falling over on the trail so many times. Um, Is this going to affect your vision? <laughs> Would two beers affect your vision? Or? I bloody hope that uh, the optometrist affects my vision so I can stop falling over. <laughs> I, thought you got some, I thought you got some glasses. I've got, I've got glasses. I'm going to go get some contacts. Oh, you're going the contacts? Yeah. Option. I'm going to go the full hog. Or maybe the half hog. I guess lasers the full hog. Did Danny tell me you had a trip when you were running with him the other day? Like, yeah. Yeah. We well, were discussing just... my glasses and then I fell over. <laughs> <laughs> point. <laughs> just to prove a point. It's like the smallest freaking rock on the forest path just jumped out at my right foot, which is always a foot that I trip over on because my right eye is such rubbish. Anyway. Hopefully Steve Langshaw's got some uh, some answers for me in the contact uh, world. Don't plug him unless he's a partner. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell him about the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being too liberal there. <laughs> All right, good stuff. All right, let's uh, let's rouse up Matt and we'll get into um, the second half. Cool. Okay, so I'd like to welcome our special guest, Matt Sheather. Champion, thanks very much for coming in. Uh, How are you travelling today? Good. Good, yeah. I'm grateful to be here. You've, uh, you've been described as many things. Fit for a straitjacket, uh, a little bit hypo, uh, great carpet layer, paddler, runner. Um, I can't remember what else Carla said when it rang earlier. <laughs> but, uh, Which of these is untrue? <laughs> full of energy and... Also enjoys suffering. I think we might have already mentioned the suffering part. Um, when you mentioned Carl. When I mentioned Carl. <laughs> yeah, Carl. Oh, nice one. So, Matt, you're here to, we're here, we got you here basically to chat about your big event this Saturday. Uh, so we're a couple of days out and tell us about the event. What's, what's happening? Uh, Saturday, 8.30, start a 12-hour race till 8.30 a.m. and run as far as I can. Um, I like, I was, I was thinking about it today, I like, oh, I would never have tried 100k or, or, or whatever, it ends, whatever it's going to end up being, but it, so instead of thinking how long is it going to take me to run 100k, I'm now thinking how far can I go in 12 hours and I sort of like that concept. Coming up to this race, yeah. So it's a twelve-hour event. Just to uh, recap, it's a twelve-hour yep. event. Say it starts at eight p.m. at night, finished at eight a.m. in the morning. The idea is to run the the full twelve hours and mm. and to see how far you can run in that time. Yeah. The big question is, how far do you think you can run in that time? I think uh, I I want to crack a hundred for sure. Uh, there's nothing, no reason 
why I should or why I shouldn't. Um, I think I've got in me to do 100. The record for my age group, I think, is around 130. That feels like a challenge. Um, so I'll just see, crack that 100 at some stage and just do my best to head somewhere near that. But I mean, that takes, that, yeah, yeah, we'll see what it takes to, to get there. Does that mean you start your pacing sort of at a, you know, 100Ks in 12-hour pace or will you start at that 130K pace and, and see if you can hold on? Yeah. Um, I've done, I think I'll start at the 100K pace um, and just see, assess, it, the loops are 5K, 5 point something K and I think I'll have a, a, a little... A book of numbers which will get me to 130 and which will get me to 100 and see where I'm sitting in between those numbers each lap yeah a little guidebook how I'm feeling yeah yeah um, as you know I did the Everest challenge up Gary and it's it's slow and steady mm. that, that wins the race not doing 130k in 12 hours isn't slow but it is just that attrition and yeah just yeah you, know, you might find that the guy who did 130 actually had a burst hmm. in the last few hours i don't know so i'd rather so i'm hoping to save myself for those last few hours trying to work six before. hours what knows? does that mean like six minute k's is that your, your your starting pace i mean like you say it's slow and steady it's not a you know it's not a sprint so. yeah, yeah. Ooh, unprofessional how we roll here, mate. <laughs> um, slow and steady, but I'm definitely going to have the 130 in the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah, so, go. Yeah, I'm, good. I don't, I don't want to under. Uh, well, yeah, I don't underestimate myself. Which oh, mate, is there'll okay. be plenty of people that have backed <laughs> you in for the record, mate. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I know too many fitter 49 year olds. Mm -hmm. Am I right in saying 49? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see on Facebook soon whether people back that idea or not. Oh, mate. Right. Yeah, and, and so what you're alluding to, Matt, and, and what I started to say before is we're, we're, we've got a competition around uh, your result, basically. So, yeah. so the competition for our listeners is to guess as close as possible to how many kilometres Matt will achieve in that 12-hour time frame. Mm. So what we'd like you to do is put your result on our Facebook page or our Instagram page, yeah, and yeah. basically what we want you to do is um, put down, um, you know, how many kilometres you think Matt will, will run in that twelve hours. So it's, a, it's basically it's a guessing competition, mm -hmm. and uh, and the and the person that guesses the close, what we're doing is we're giving them um, a box of goos. So gels, 24 gels, compliments of our partner's goo, goo energy. And um, so it's pretty straightforward. So put your answers on. Send me and we'll announce the result. I mean, this is happening in three days' time. So it's, it's hilarious. It's very yeah. exciting. Very <laughs> hilarious. Uh, People with a better idea of what I can achieve than yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's right. Well, that's well. you've given them a goal. You've given them a goal. Somewhere yeah. between 100 and 131 kilometers. Yeah. There you go. I'm cracking 100. Yeah. So All right. make it over 100. And, and, and speaking of the sponsor's product, like how many goos do you think you might go through in 12 hours? Would be 
100 calories a goo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd be, I, I've, I've learned that you can't, you can't try and put in what you're expending. I just learned that the other day. Um, so I think I'd just be looking at two or 300 calories an hour. So two or three goos an hour, or you get something, well, and, something different in. Yeah, and and supplements in the in my drink. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, so trying to keep it light and easy. Yeah. No food. So drinks, gel, and no food. Did you say? No food. Yeah. yeah. I okay. went. For, I went for a test run the other day. I've just been running around the AFL park up at Waratah Oval, and noticed my heart rate elevated on the one time I ate food. Mm-hmm. My, my heart rate went up, so... How much did it go up? It put me into... I've been only in the easy to moderate range, uh, zone one and zone two, each time I've gone for a run, and only done it for an hour, and my that, that would get me 111, say, say over 110 kilometres if I kept that up, and then I ate, and it actually got me into... Uh, zone three and four, mm. four for a, a minute or so. Now, anything else could have brought that on, I understand, but it, it did happen on the day that I had um, like a muesli bar and dates. So yep. I think I'll, I'll skip the food. I was yeah. going to say, as a registered vegetarian, mm. you weren't tucking into one of Judge's lamb cutlets to, to spike that heart rate. So it was just a muesli bar yeah. that made it go up that high. Yeah. Something yeah. fairly simple. Yeah. There you go. It makes a big difference. Yeah. 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 Look, but I mean, that's that's nothing conclusive. But it is. I mean, I haven't. I would have liked to have done a whole lot of runs Hmm. before this race. um, But I found out on the twenty fourth that I was my I was waitlisted, and on the twenty fourth, I found out that I was in. Okay, so only just recently found. Yeah. 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 Right. And um, so only just started figuring things out since then. Well, I think it'd be fine because you've done how many hundreds? Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> you've done zero. I haven't done a fi- I haven't done fifty. You haven't done a fifty k. No, All no. right, so that's. But this is just twelve hours. Yeah, it's not a distance. Okay, that's a good it's way to put it. Amazing psychology. That's amazing psychology. Well, you know, that's it's all in the mind, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it'll. That's what'll get me through. Yeah. Like, so yeah. just for our listeners, if they want to, you know, keep that in mind when they're putting their putting their. He hasn't down. done a hundred, although he's confident of doing a hundred. Yeah, he's never done yeah. it. Entering virgin, virgin territory. Yeah. Do you envisage a point during that hundred k say that you're going to, I don't know, hit, hit a hit a tough spot or no. you're pretty comfortable. Yeah. 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 I don't. Um, yeah, I. I've, I've done a couple of things before and. I don't have dark moments, mm. um, so like if it happens, I think I'll I'll be okay with it. I think yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll welcome it. And yeah. I, I I always look at all the points when I'm racing and, and done endurance things. I always look at all those hard points up and down a hill or around a course where I think other people might be suffering, and I embrace those portions mm. and make it my thing to get a little bit further ahead in in each of those spots. So wait and see what. Rears its ugly head and just embrace it. What um what is your background as far as if you haven't done like hundred k running? What's what's your endurance background? Um, I've done started with one twenty four hour two man mountain bike thing, and that was when I was probably forty two, mm. and then that Gary challenge, 
um, up, uh, went up and down Gary Hill 45 times to 45 times. to not reach the height of Everest. It was You were meant to, but it didn't happen. Um, you had to go a couple of more repeats, and there was only one guy there on the day that did those two more repeats. He was the guy that came first. He was well ahead of me. So 9,000? Um, 8,848. Eight, eight. Okay. Yeah. Of elevation gain. Yeah. Over how long was the distance? Um, oh, I'm not sure of the distance. It took me 16 hours 16 to hours. do it. On a bike? On a bike, yeah. And I'm as much a cyclist as I am a runner or a kayaker. Because you're a multi-sport guy. Yeah. 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 I find, yeah, you can be okay at a bunch of things, yeah. put them together and you can be good. What's your so even though you haven't run over fifty k's, what's your longest time you've spent doing a multi sport event? Uh, well, the twenty four hour two man, I stayed awake for the whole. I, I slept for a moment, and it was the biggest mistake. I woke up really sick, but then the Everest challenge that was sixteen hours. I just stayed awake, mm. and then other things I've done other multi sports, but they're like three and six hours. Mm. Um, but then. I've worked overnight, you know, so being a carpet layer and being, having a physical job, I've actually, I've put a heart rate monitor on while I've been at work and found that from memory, it was the equivalent of a 15K run, even though that's over six hours or something, it's still the effort. It's physical work. Out. Yeah. And then I can come home and still go for a run. So I think I've got, I've got that base. Yep. Yeah. So any tips, Hattie, because I'm thinking that they're, they're, and it's good that you've got that, you know, like you're very focused and I think you do very well and I think you will get your 100. Um, but I think there will be, a, a, you'll hit a wall. I think there'll be a dark place there where, you know, you, everything will be telling you, mainly your brain, it'll tell you to stop, you yeah. know. And so my thought process is, well, first of all, you, you've got that, um, you know, you've got that instinct where you're going to keep going anyway, you know. But any yeah. tips, Hattie, for him when he does hit that, when he goes through that spot with that suffering, what, what keeps you going if that happens to you? Oh, that, I mean, I've certainly been through plenty of dark places doing 100K runs in the past, but, you know, everyone's different from a psychological point of view, I suppose, and a fitness point of view. I think for me you kind of start to feel a little bit physically drained throughout that first 30 k's and then afterwards things tend to not get worse you know any any sort of uh you know worse feeling after 30 k's is psychological in my my experience i suppose your, your body doesn't tend to, to feel worse after that point in time so there's comfort in that you know you get to 30 k's and you know, all right strap yourself in we're we're in for a long ride but it's gonna be okay from here what what do you, what what happens? What what's your what's your head telling you? What's what's happening? Oh, I think there's there's self preservation in place. No, you know, no. your you, your body's telling you that you're not doing something that's particularly normal. Um, yeah. And so it wants you to stop. It wants you to slow down and preserve resources and preserve joints, muscles, all that sort of stuff. So, I think you really have to work hard against that that little voice in your head to, yeah. to keep going at a certain pace so consistently over 12 hours. So I think there will be that and you probably find there will be some, some dark action going on in that head, but it sounds like you're pretty mentally strong. Um, mm -hmm. The other aspect to it, I think, is making sure you don't 
have that dip in, in your carbohydrate stores. I think that's when you really start to get those little dark spots when if you hit a dip. So if you can stay super consistent with your, your sugar intake over that period of time, yeah. I, I think you'll be fine. You know, like I think that's the biggest part. I've listened to a couple of podcasts. Um, Honey Alston's quite a good uh, sort of talker in this respect, but she talks about negative negative thoughts, meaning a lack of sugar to the brain, essentially. And, and so you start getting those negative thoughts, time for another goo, energy gel. Yeah, there you go. yeah. And, if, and I guess then if you, if, if you have a nutrition plan and then those thoughts enter your head, that the self-preservation, you can actually say to yourself, you are, you, you, you plan for this. Yeah. You are looking after yourself so you can, yeah, you can let those, it. you yeah. can let those things go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You can, you can talk yourself into anything, you know. Yeah. Your body's trying to slow you down well before it needs to slow you down. Yeah. In most situations. So, no. I've read this is a matter of prolonging failure. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's yep. destined to come. Yeah. But if you can just prolong it. Yeah, we had a little mantra for the Ultra Trail 100. It's it's the guy that slows down the least that does yeah. the best, uh-huh. you know. So yeah. you don't need to start out fast, but you just need to prolong that, mm. that, that slowdown. So, yeah. mate, I think if you've got that nice even pacing in your head, yeah, sweet as a nut. Yeah. Yeah. Slow down the least. Yeah. So you're a vegan, which yeah. technically makes you a hippie. Yes. <laughs> Tell us, uh, people, there may be some, some critics out there that think, well, without the meat, how are you going to have enough iron or your energy levels uh, to get through events like this and to train and all that? How, how have you found you, you've been t- two years off two off, years. off the meat? Yes. Yeah. Um, how, how's that going for you? Have you noticed any dip or change in your performance or training? Or, um, or the opposite may be true? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was glad to have made that change just before my first Royal Challenge, um, which is a local event at Audley where I know Matt's done it. Um, 11K kayak, 22K trail run, or run down Lady Carrington and back, and then another 11K kayak. And there's nothing to say that I was the person in the the over 45s that should have won that when I looked around. so that was probably three months being vegan, and that that's been my test, my little litmus testing, and was another year. But at that stage, I was only vegetarian, and then another year um, swinging more towards vegan, and went into it and was stronger than ever. Felt fantastic, and won the over forty fives again, and that was at forty eight. Um, so that's that's my little tester. That I've enjoyed doing. Um, I I only see good things that have come from it. I don't know everything behind being, you know, what what the losses are and what the gains are or anything. But I'm thriving uh, with this diet, so I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah, I, I I didn't need it to be a a boost. I didn't need it to be okay, I'm at this level and if I don't get better, I'm not going to be vegan. It was just, I'm at this level and if I can stay here and be vegan, then happy days. Yeah, mm. yeah. Have you had to make any modifications to supplement or offset any changes? Um, there's one, oh, well, only iron. Now, the, the only, the, the bugger is I never got blood tests before becoming vegan and mm. I was concerned after. 
And so I don't know what I was deficient in or otherwise, but um, I take iron every day um, till that sorts itself out. I've never been deficient in protein. I don't take protein supplements. Uh, there's one supplement I take, uh, which is for muscle gain, which um, at, at my age and over 40, you know, I want to make sure I keep my muscle, uh, which is only deteriorating. So I, I just give it a bit of a boost. I'm not sure of the name of the thing, uh, but it's a vegan. EPO. So, yeah. <laughs> Anabolic. <laughs> human growth hormone. <laughs> Meat-free human growth hormone. Sounds like those things tick yeah. a few boxes, yeah. Yeah, mm. they, they normally use disguise names on the dark web anyway, so it's probably <laughs> not exactly. But yeah, no, no... No downside, um, no big changes. Um, everyone eats vegan. They just add meat. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's not hard to be vegan. Yeah, yeah. Just remove the meat. It, yeah, yeah. So um, no, it's been yeah a good trip. So I'm going to steal your question. You keep referencing your age, your age group. Is that a motivator for you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like. Um, Oh, yeah, thank goodness they have age group divisions. Or else I wouldn't be doing great. So, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, oh, I'm looking, because this is my 50th year, August I turn 50, I'm, this is actually all a bit of a, a run-up to hitting 50 and then... Dominating the next, couple of the next age, yeah, maybe age group. Not, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. What do you got Dominating your eye on, Scarlett? You've got to have something out there. The coastal would be one I'd like to coastal classic hit. Yeah, yeah, as a it's it's on about three days after my fiftieth, so if I can't do it, okay. yeah, if I, the timing's right, I'm, I'm making a wild assumption here. You've checked what the have you checked what the record is for the over fifty? No, you haven't no, checked it. No, no, but all I want to do is podium on the day. That's all. That all. I mean, not all. Jeez, that all? You know, oh, yeah. yeah, no, that'll be pretty wicked. I don't mean all, um, but I'll ask Al what the what his record is for over 50s and see how well, it Does me and I Al have the record? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just assuming. Yeah, easily has the best hair. I don't know if has the record. It's possible. It's possible he's got both. I think last year he would have come fifth in the in the over 50s. Okay. Yeah. He, he's 100 and something. Yeah. So Inspirational. Yeah, we'll so uh, we keep calling him Strava, Matt. Um, can you shed any light on... Uh, why we're calling you Strava, Matt? Yeah, back in the dark ages at Bushies, um, before anyone seemed to have even had a GPS watch, I turned up and was running around with them and uh, just asking, who's on Strava? Like, to me, it was like Where was my, my like, world. What, what year were we talking about? Oh, it could only have been three or four, I don't know, four, four years ago. Yeah, okay. Like, they yeah. live in a... Dark place, the bushes. Yeah, not early adopters. The no. <laughs> no. No. No, no, no. no they, they have someone out the front running with a, a wheel measuring how far <laughs> each of the runs are. And um, I turn up with the GPS watching. Yeah, it was just Strava, Strava, Strava. I was like, oh, I'm not. Wow, since then they've, I've, I've been eclipsed. Yeah. I don't deserve the name Strava anymore. But um, being the first one to mention it, yeah, I just got called Strava and... Uh, that's it. But everyone's jumped on board and we all love it, I think. So is, is Strava 
I'm, I'm back on. Yes. Back on officially. You can rest assured, Charlie. He's, he's, he's I'm, back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm, that's I'm, why we're talking. I'm down late. That's why it's, <laughs> we it's, can talk it's a now. topic we can breach. Uh, how, do you, how do you, is it a motivator for you? Is Strava, what's, what, what are the pros and cons? Yeah, I, I, I've only ever tried the premium uh, when it comes up for free. I, I don't see a need for premium, and that's when they break it down into all the age groups, which is great. But um, I like looking at what people are doing, mm. and they inspire me. You go, geez, you know, someone went out today and ran in this heat. Yeah. What am I doing? You know, or the rain or the cold or whatever it is, you, 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 go, on, you go look at Strava and you find there's no excuse. Mm. You just, um, you know, people have run 100K this week. Oh, God, okay, wow. That's something to aim for. So, yeah, I just find a lot of inspiration. I, I don't think there's a, a downside if you just enjoy it and don't, I don't think you need to worry about the comms because some people go out and... Mm. Get, there's technical issues with comms and stuff, but go and get one. But um, I wouldn't make it the be all and end all. Just enjoy trying to get. I'm oh, king of the mountain, you mean? Yes, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, Good. yeah. I was or, looking or, at you blankly for a second. <laughs> Never own a king of the mountain. <laughs> no, a top ten or whatever it is. <laughs> CR aim for them. CR CRs are the ones you're yeah. after. Or well, your PBs are yeah. what you want. Yeah. Your personal best. Um, but even then, it's not it's not rock and so, rocket science Strava, so just enjoy it with um, a grain of salt. That's good fun. Yeah. That's good. So what I'd like to do now is is ask um, ask you guys as well um, some training tips. So it'd be nice to pass on some uh, experience and advice to our listeners, um, maybe the ones that don't have as much as experience as us. And so, training tips. So, I thought we could go around the go around the table and ask um, if you've got any training tips that you'd like to pass on to uh, to our listeners. So, Hattie, do you want to go first? Have you got a training tip that you'd like to pass on? Yeah, I guess um, my last couple of months, I've just been trying to change a few things, and it seems to work. So, I think re- reducing in, reducing the intensity to increase your volume has been my my training tip um yeah it seems to get through uh, 100k a 100k week without you know too much drama too much breakdown of the body and i feel like uh, the speed might be increasing with that that volume and, and that lower intensity sort of aerobic heart rate stuff i've sort of tinkered with lots of hills and lots of speed work and stuff in the past and i've never been able to achieve the volume of running that i have just at that lower aerobic intensity so Anyway, time will tell. I guess six foot track will tell us if it's working or not, but at the moment, feeling good. So, yeah, I think keep it aerobic, keep it easy. Um, so do you follow um, a set heart rate? Do you aim for a, a benchmark? Yeah, so I, I've been trying to stay in, in what they term my aerobic zone, which I, I guess is 144 yeah, uh, and below. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, on some of the hillier days, I'll try to stay below 160 and just not get into that aerobic sort of um, zone. But for a lot of the flat, longer runs, yeah, 144 has been my ceiling there and that seems to work. So. Yeah, and you've got that, that 144. How did you get to that ceiling? I just plucked it out of the ether. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I guess 
probably a bit of reading on that um, Phil Maffetone yeah. stuff, yep. the, the math score. Yep. Um, yeah, so take, taking his stuff with a bit of a grain of salt as well. I don't think you can do all your training at that low intensity. He sort of prescribes that all the time. But I think for a race like a 45k trail race with 15, 1600 metres of elevation, do you really need to get into an aerobic heart rate? The answer is probably no. You don't need to do much. You can set maybe the last 5Ks potentially. But yeah, if I can keep myself at, you know, 145, 150 for the whole race until the end, then that'd be good. Yeah, so staying comfortable. Training specific, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. great tip. Yeah. Strava, what do you got for us? This is um, broad because I do a few different sports uh, and basically related to my fitness. I just try and be committed, um, not not specifically to a race or to any outcome. I just try and, and this is part of changing my diet, is, is what I am doing getting me towards my goal of being fit enough to take on a race here or there or whatever. So you're... Um, you just always broadly fit and then you can, you can hone that in for specific races. But yeah, just asking yourself whether it's a bender or whether it's a type of food or whether it's um, downtime, which is great. Uh, are these things I'm doing reaching my, my goal? So just staying committed, um, not always specifically to a race, but just generally to health and well-being training for life sort of stuff like, yeah yeah just yeah. being productive with your time and yeah. keeping fit yeah yeah and even if it's downtime it's all good mm. but um you know it, it should, you know and, it, yeah look at what you're putting in your body and is it getting me towards the end goal mm. yeah look at how you're treating yourself is it getting to me towards what i what i want to do or am i just going to be disappointed when i have a crack one day because i wasn't committed the whole way along yep yeah Okay. So commitment to me. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like important. a whole lifestyle commitment rather than activity yeah. specific. Yeah. 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 That's good. Okay, so my uh, my training tip is to follow a program. So I think it's easy to say, all right, well, I'm just going to do three runs a week and uh, go out and possibly do two or do whatever, and it's easy to mm. skip, a, skip a session. But I, I wanted to say that following a program... Uh, keeps you consistent and also makes you accountable. So um, that's that's my advice. Follow the program, stick to it. And uh, of course, you know, if, if you're injured or you're sick, you know, don't you don't have to do that session. But, um, you know, following a program will help with your consistency. That's my tip. Yeah, on that, I've, I've um, like I say, mine, mine's the commitment overall, but uh, I have gone to training peaks for specific races and gone the cheapest uh, training peaks program that I could get that got me close to what I was aiming for. And yeah, it's um, I think it's important to have someone with some knowledge because you can go out and do the same thing over and over again and you're not giving it your all because hmm. it becomes quite boring and you're not quite sure why you're doing it. And I think if you have a program, you have more of an idea of why you're doing it. And someone with some knowledge behind programming will give you variation, yep. which is important. Yep. Um, 
you're still doing hills, but it's a variation of it. You're still doing speed work, but it's a variation of it. It's not always minute on minute. Yeah, off. yeah. You, know, you, get, yeah, you, you do get variety. It should be specific. Yeah, so you've got something to look forward to next week. Mm. Yeah. Oh, something different. Something different, yeah. Yeah, so I agree. Program. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. With very, yeah, from someone with some knowledge. Yeah. So who, yeah. who is that person with some knowledge for you, Wolf, who's uh, writing your programs? I write my own. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people look to you. <laughs> so Got some little wolf, wolf cubs following your programs as well? Well, or? no, no, I don't actually. No? Like, I, I, I haven't written a program for anyone else. No. But um, I'm happy to, you know, I, pass, I do pass on advice to people if they ring and ask, you know. Mm. It's, e- it's so much easier to give people advice when you're seeing what they're doing mm. uh, to see what, pe- what mistakes people are making. As opposed to yourself, you know, because you can, you can easily do it and somebody else can say, you know, you shouldn't do that or why, why won't you do that? But often you get so focused on what you're going to do, you just go, no, I'm just going to do that. And often you, you make mistakes yourself, you know, but I find it really easy to see, um, you know, where people can improve or, you know, what they might be doing wrong and, and offer advice if people ask for it. Uh, yeah, and so that's, you know, and also if, if the listeners have any questions about programming or they've got any questions about racing or anything, they can they can ask us those questions on Facebook. Happy to help out. Maybe need a little segment. Yeah. Uh, ask the wolf. Ask the wolf. Yeah, <laughs> ask me any. As long as it's not relationship-based, I can I can, I can probably give you some good advice. Mate, I'll step in there. I'm, uh, I'm a master. You'll do know. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. All over it. Awesome. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Podcasts, Matt. Do you have a uh, a favourite person that you like to to listen to? Yeah, um, fellow that got me on this trip is Rich Roll, who's a vegan ultra athlete in America. Um, he's he's not for everyone, but um, he he's good. He, you know, ev- everyone you listen to is going to have a bias one way or the other. You can't help it, and um, he's certainly vegan and alternative. Um, although he doesn't try and bring it up in every conversation, but his guests reflect that a bit. Um, but yeah, just listen. Yeah, I've, so I listen to Rich, Rich Roll, but you you got to move around a bit and make sure you're not getting too narrow. The same information all the time. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you keep broadening hole. your horizons. Mm. Yeah. You, you went to that podcast to broaden your horizon. Don't mm. make it narrow now. Yeah. Before you know it, you listen to a podcast with three flat road marathon runners and, you know, you start dodging hills. Yeah, that's right. It's an easy, easy trap for young players. Yes. Listen to other podcasts. Yeah. Good. Good. And uh, Hattie, podcast? Mate, I've been listening to uh, Talk Ultra with a bloke called Ian Corliss. It's um, a global ultra marathon podcast. Tends to go for about four hours, so ultra. It's good. It is. Yeah, for the long run stuff, and he sort of goes through results from all over the world and has some great, yeah, great guests on there like Killian Jornet and Francois Dane and all those sorts of gun sort of runners. Listen to one with Lucy Bartholomew the other day, so you know she's making the scene internationally. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's cool just to listen to to what they do and the races they do. It's inspiring and. Like I say, it goes for a bloody long time, so... Covers some time. Keeps yeah. me on the trails yeah. for a bit longer. Yeah. That's a you good listen one. to them while you're running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's yeah. pretty much the only time I yeah, get, just get sure. a chance to, I guess. Otherwise, 
kids and work and stuff, it's pretty hard to find time. Yeah. yeah. What about you? You working away, listening to podcasts? Or? Well, I I work further away than where I live, so I yeah, listen to it while yeah, I drive. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the greatest point to guy make you mute. There's not a hell of a lot of time for podcasting for me. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one that I like, I like listening to uh, Joe Rogan, and. Um, he recently did an interview with David Goggins, so I'd recommend getting a getting a listen to that. That was really good. I think Rich Roll just did one as well. Dave, yeah, Dave that's the thing you'll find with the podcast yeah. is they do the book tour. The book tour. Oh, so if someone releases right. a book, yeah. okay. uh, Joe Rogan normally gets them pretty early. Yeah, he's pretty so popular. He's, yeah. And the uh, last Rich Roll one is Dave Goggins. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, um, and I think you'll find the. Uh, Rogan one is probably more entertaining. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. don't hold back on the language. No, yeah, yeah. And, and Goggins loves his language. Yeah. So yeah. that's a way to <laughs> listen to it more freely. Yeah. Okay. Get, get on to yeah. that. All yeah. right. Books. Uh, this is a good segue. Books. Matt, you, do you yeah. read? Yeah, yeah. I've been inspired by... I listened to that Joe Rogan Goggins uh, talk and I like uh, Goggins' uh, mindset. I like... His uh, no excuses, take no hostages, and don't be afraid to fail. He he talks really about failing, 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 mm. and but don't be afraid. Like you got to set the goal, make it high, make it make it a challenge, and you know I, I think that that's what he's done. And uh, so I'd like to get his um, ebook. I'm, I'm not a reader, so I'll listen. The audio book? Yeah, the audio book. Yeah. yeah, and have a listen to that. That did sound yeah. good. Yeah, nice. Hattie, books? Mate, I've just been reading a book called A Fat Lot of Good. Um, it's a book by Dr. Peter Bruckner, who's been Australian Olympic doctor for decades, and I think his last posting was with the Australian cricket team for about five years. So he's sort of been on a bit of a, a I quit sugar sort of a journey, I, I guess, and uh, it's quite interesting to hear his take as a as a medical doctor on the conspiracy theories based around uh, why we've been peddled sugar for such a long period of time and why we're so sick because of it as a as a western world uh, so he's totally changed his mindset and he's uh, advocating a high fat low carbohydrate diet um, and it's been yeah, really interesting to come from someone who was a staunch advocate of high carbohydrate for sportsmen and now he's completely turned uh, yeah, 180 degrees and he's advocating a, a high fat diet for, for sportsmen and, and reaping his own personal benefits but certainly seeing yeah, a lot of benefits across the sporting world so be a good one to be able to chat to, to, to local GPs and stuff about and, and try to change people's mindset on yeah, carbohydrates in general and, and why we're such a, a sick bunch of humans he'd yeah. be talking more refined sugars that you've got to avoid or sugar, like, because I, I, I still go to sugars, but no, no refined yeah. carbs and no Look, refined sugars. He's talking about good sugar and bad sugar, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But I think he, uh, the crux of it is reducing sugar content on a daily basis mm-hmm. in general terms. Um, obviously, you know, yeah, there, there are there are better ways to get your carbohydrates in than others. Yeah. But he, he's saying that we've all been sold a bit of a furphy as to to needing to eat as much sugar as we have been for the last 40 years and being able to replace that in a very healthy manner with with fat um so yeah interesting stuff and it's really quite um 
confronting the way that the whole diet pyramid was put together based wow. on uh, politics, basically, based on money. And I, I think we've probably suffered as a, as a population for it for a long period of time. So worth a look. A fat lot of good by Peter Bruckner, if you yeah, get a chance. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think it, it, it's important to watch that pendulum swing. You know, that, yeah, refined sugars are bad, but it doesn't make all sugars of course. totally bad. Of course I think you've got to no, watch no, no. out. Yeah, no, I agree. No. And, and I think his, uh, his website is sugar by half. So, uh-huh. yeah, so, and, and for the most part, that would be refined sugars for, for most people. So I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. There's a good way to have sugar yeah. in a bad way. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Cool. Good one. Okay, yeah. so a book I uh, finished recently is called Endure. And it's uh, by Alex Hutchinson, and uh, it's couples counselling. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I cried my way. Cried, cried my way through it. Fourteen years, quality. (laughs) Endure. Uh, Endure. So, uh, but good read. This guy worked on the Breaking Two project, and uh, he also his thing is uh, the psychology of um, endurance. And saying that we can push ourselves a lot more. You touched on it before, Hattie, about the brain is a braking mechanism mm. for protection. And he said we can always run more, run further. And it's a good read. Mm. I, I'd recommend it. And that's Goggins too, isn't it? That's that's that same. Yeah, don't you can let push. Your mind yeah, you can push further. You, yeah. So yeah. do you think uh, Strava Matt should polish that one off before he does his narrow being all nighter? Yeah, I would. I would strongly recommend this one. Yep, yeah, to keep going. I think 130Ks is crawling. All right. Yeah. Thanks. I'll take that. Ball. That's a good read. Get home and sleep before the race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll come and read it to your audiobook style. Yeah. Do you think Carla would mind just sitting next to the bed? <laughs> she doesn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> come around, young man. Endure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Endure. Yeah. Okay. Shoes. What shoes are you wearing at the moment? Ultra. Yeah. So, this is... um. Yeah, just um, ha- ha- like diet, like that commitment. Have a look at everything you're doing and, and don't be afraid to try things out. And um, I find zero drop, plenty of room for my toes, uh, works for me. Hmm. Uh, and, and I've got flat feet where I've been prescribed having arch support. Hmm. And it, it's, it's, not a, it's not a cure-all for everyone. Uh, and I can run with minimal support and run further and better than ever before so yeah, yeah just yeah try things out so i'm enjoying that good hattie um uh, i've just been j- jumping into a couple of new pairs of salmons salmon sense and salmon pro max i think they're called basically i got them dirt cheap from my brother-in-law thanks dicko um so that's been awesome and they also don't have laces that you need to do up so there's no chance of the Swiss machine sort of brushing past me on a climb anymore. So you're bitter good and twisted. luck next year at Bright, mate. That's all I can say. You're bitter and twisted. Let it go. <laughs> Serves you right for not doing the double knot. No, I went the double. Oh, you got to get a triple. Rookie told me the triple. Tuck your, tuck your laces, the loops, down into your laces. Yeah, right. What, down there. Maybe we can get someone who knows what they're talking about on the next yeah, podcast. Yeah, would be better than this, yeah, this bag. It's a rabble yeah. of shoelace talk. So I'm still on the road shoes. I'm like I'm an advocate of the New Balance 1080s. So 
everyone's just looking at me. Old school. Old school. Yeah. Give them a go. They're like cushions. I like them. Yeah. Well, you can't argue, mate. They're, they're getting you through 140k a week, so... It's working yeah, all right. Nice. Yeah. Working all right. Mm. Okay, we've got a listener question. Whoa. And we definitely need some more for our next podcast, so make sure you send some listener questionnaire in. This one came from Ben Thompson, and he wants to know, this is for you, Matt, uh, how do you train for a 100K race or any sort of uh, multi-sport endurance event when you're working hard as a tradie and uh, work all day? Where do you find the motivation to do the, the training after work? I'm, I'm assuming that you don't train before work because you've got to start no. early. Yeah, yeah. I, I make sure, yeah, I don't, I don't train in the morning to make sure I can get through my day. And I don't beat myself up if I come home tired. If I've worked hard, I've worked hard. Um, it, it's, it's been an endurance event in itself. I don't kick myself if I don't feel like doing anything after. But you'll find there are those times where you do step out the door and go for that run even though you don't feel like it, and it's the best reward mm. ever. So um, just, just don't beat yourself up because you have worked hard, but have a crack, like try and keep those voices at bay and step out the door and, and look to do 5K mm. around the oval uh, on a flat, grassy surface. Yeah. And, and there's 5K better. for the day. Always yeah. feel better. Yeah, yeah even, Don't I make mean, it hard. Yeah, just even if you go, right, I'll just go out and do 10 minutes. Yeah. And often That's once it. you're up and running, you can keep going a bit further. Do you reckon Strava Matt has ever done 10 minutes? No. No, no, you're better than that. My, please, my wife would tell you. Please, <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole other podcast there. Man. Okay, um, all right. So I, I also wanted to mention we've got a competition with our new partner, Filter Brewing, and so that competition is to identify how many different flavors that beer company produces. And if you put down on our Facebook page or Instagram, and once again, it's Running Matters Podcast, uh, how many flavours the company produce. And filter is spelled P-H-I-L-T-E-R, if you go to their website. P-H filter. Yeah, P-H filter. And it's a, it's, a sec, it's a loaded question. There's a second part to this question. What award did they win? Mm. They won an award, so you have to go to their website. And we're going to send some beer to the correct answer. So let's uh, let's give it three days and uh, we'll send you some beer. Actually, well, I'm not going to send you anything. You can just come and get it. What, what about if you put a question out there on our Facebook and Instagram page and, and people can just people answer can that? People can answer that, yep. yeah. I feel like that's how the kids would do it. Okay. Yeah. Fuck the kids. Fuck the kids. Why is it always about the kids? They know. Yeah. They know more. Okay. Yeah. True. All right, yeah. we'll do that. But the listeners are aware also. Yeah, yeah, good. And have this a crack at working out how far I'm going to run because I have no idea. So can I, can I, can I put my voting right now? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I think you're going to run 100 metres more than whatever the record is because I reckon yeah. you're, you're strong enough upstairs to get it done. I think you're in with yeah. you know, a hundred. So you're saying 130 plus 0.1. 0.1. All right, I'll go on the record. Yeah. I'm going to say 100.1, because 100 is a big milestone. Oh, 100 so, not a milestone. Yeah. Mate, that's, that, that, that'd milestone. be, Sorry. as Danny you Tool get would that say, book. sandbagging. Yeah. yeah, get that Goggins book and read up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. will. Okay. Is this Thank one you. you haven't read yet? 
<laughs> I will. The one I won't read. I will. I'll read that. Okay. Uh, I also want to mention the Manly Dam Trail Series. Do you guys know about this? Sydney Trail Sydney Series, Trail Manly series. Dam. No, I've never run up there. Have you had a run? I've done that. I mean, DT went and did it one time. Might have been in January and did the half marathon. It's all on trail. It's a great, great event. Very casual. You can have a swim afterwards. Mm. And so that is on the 13th of Jan, 24th of Feb, and the 24th of March. And they do a 10K, a 12K, a 21K, and a 30K. Right. So pretty good training. It'll lead into six foot in February, maybe? Yep, yep. So if people are looking for something to do leading into six foot or any other sort of trail running, that's a good event to, um, to attend. I can recommend that one. Mm. Let's get up there. Yep. Go to the stain afterwards. Absolutely. A couple of cans. I reckon they might have filter on tap at the stain. They should have. Yeah, well. They should have. Go find out how many flavours they've got. That's right. I've got an idea. All right. So we might finish up there. Matt, thank you very much for coming in and chatting. Thank you. I look forward to updating you with my results. Yeah. Best of luck, Strava. Thank you. Can we follow you on uh, online somewhere? Is there a, a page? Just stay up and I'll send you messages all night. Okay. I'll have plenty of time. I'll just be running around circles. You reckon you can text while you're running? Just quickly, what's the course? What What's the surface? I can tell you after the night what the surface is, but I know it's 5.2 out. Um, it won't be concrete. So it's gravel. Yeah. yeah. Flat track. It's flat, flat. Flat and fast, they say. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So okay. 130.1. Find Bang. out how fast on the night. All right. Yeah. It's going to be hot. It's 31 that... 30 something that day with a low of 21 so it's going to be 21 overnight so I'll be sporting no sun though you're going to pop the bonnet you're going to pop the bonnet early shirt off yes yeah look forward to the photos yeah Yeah. until he gets a normal shirt the bonnet's staying off apparently yeah Yeah, good luck with that good luck in 2020 when we recruit again I think we're due to recruit in 2019 yeah yeah. just one person one in one out is that well we're due to get rid of one definitely you know who you are I know who you're talking about (laughs) Lift your game. Some nervous people out there. Even me. Okay, so just to wrap it up, you can now follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Running Matters Podcast. Running Matters Podcast. Yep. Ask us any questions as long as they're not relationship-based. If you'd like to join us on a run, come running with us on a a Sunday as long as you're not slow. Uh, you You can find us on Strava. Look us up and send us a message on Strava. Come for a run. Put down breadcrumbs so you find your way back. Yeah, that's right. Pirates code. Pirates code. Pirates code. Everyone gets left out. Uh, And I want to thank our new partners once again, Filter Brewing, uh, Ben McGree in particular, and Goo Energy, Andrew Lloyd. Legends, thanks for giving up your time and coming in. And I will be in touch. See you on the trails. See you on the trails. Yeah.